0: Chapter 20, verses 1 through 18. Of Catina Aria, Commentary on the Four Gospels Collected Out of the Works of the Fathers, Volume 2, Gospel of St. John, by St. Thomas Aquinas. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter 20, verses 1 through 9. The first day of the week cometh Mary Magdalene early, when it was yet dark, unto the sepulchre, and seeth this stone taken away from the sepulchre. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre. And he stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying. Yet went he not in. Then cometh Simon Peter following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeing the linen clothes lie, and the napkin that was about his head, not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself. Then went in also that other disciple which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed. For as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead but came very early in the morning to seek consolation at the grave the first day of the week cometh mary magdalene early when it was yet dark under the sepulchre augustine mary magdalene undoubtedly the most fervent in love of all the women that ministered to our lord so that john deservedly mentions her only and says nothing of the others who were with her as we know from the other evangelists augustine una sabbati is the day which Christians call the Lord's day, after our Lord's resurrection. Matthew calls it prime sabbati, Bede, una sabbati, i.e. one day after the Sabbath, theophylact, or thus the Jews called the days of the week Sabbath, and the first day one of the Sabbaths. Which day is a type of the life to come? For that life will be one day, not cut short by any night since God is the sun there, a sun which never sets. On this day, then, our Lord rose again with an incorruptible body, even as we in the life to come shall put on incorruption. Augustine, what Mark says, very early in the morning, at the rising of the sun, does not contradict John's words, when it was yet dark. At the dawn of day there are yet remains of darkness, which disappear as the light breaks in we must not understand mark's words very early in the morning at the rising of the sun to mean that the sun was above the horizon but rather what we ourselves ordinarily mean by the phrase when we want anything to be done very early we say at the rising of the sun i e sometime before the sun is risen gregory it is well said when it was yet dark Mary was seeking the creator of all things in the tomb, and because she found him not, thought he was stolen. Truly it was yet dark when she came to the sepulchre, and seeth the stone taken away from the sepulchre. Augustine, now took place what Matthew only relates, the earthquake and rolling away of the stone, and fright of the guards. Chrysostom, our Lord rose while the stone and seal were still on the sepulchre, But as it was necessary that others should be certified of this, the sepulchre is opened after the resurrection, and so the fact confirmed. This it was which roused Mary, for when she saw the stone taken away, she entered not nor looked in, but ran to the disciples with all the speed of love. But as yet she knew nothing for certain about the resurrection, but thought that his body had been carried off. Gloss. And therefore she ran to tell the disciples, that they might seek him with her, or grieve with her. Then she runneth and cometh to Simon Peter, and to the other disciple whom Jesus loved. Augustine, this is the way in which he usually mentions himself. Jesus loved all, but him in an especial and familiar way, and saith unto them, They have taken away the Lord out of the sepulchre, and we know not where they have laid him. Gregory, She puts the part for the whole. She had come only to seek for the body of our Lord, and now she laments that our Lord, the whole of him, is taken away. Augustine. Some of the Greek copies have taken away my Lord, which is more expressive of love, and of the feeling of an handmaiden, but only a few have this reading. Chrysostom. The evangelist does not deprive the woman of this praise, nor leaves out from shame, that they had the news first from her. As soon as they hear it, they hasten to the sepulchre. Gregory. But Peter and John before the others, for they loved most. Peter therefore went forth, and that other disciple, and came to the sepulchre. Theophylact. But how came they to the sepulchre, while the soldiers were guarding it? An easy question to answer. After our Lord's resurrection and the earthquake, and the appearance of the angel at the sepulchre, the guards withdrew and told the Pharisees what had happened. Augustine, after saying, came to the sepulchre, he goes back and tells us how they came. So they ran both together, and the other disciple did outrun Peter, and came first to the sepulchre, meaning himself, but he always speaks of himself as if he were speaking of another person. Chrysostom, on coming, he sees the linen cloths set aside, and he, stooping down and looking in, saw the linen clothes lying. But he makes no further search, yet went he in not. Peter, on the other hand, being the more fervid temper, pursued the search and examined everything. Then cometh Simon Peter, following him, and went into the sepulchre, and seeth the linen clothes lie, and the napkin. That was about his head." not lying with the linen clothes, but wrapped together in a place by itself, which circumstances were proof of his resurrection. For had they carried him away, they would not have stripped him, nor if any had stolen him, would they have taken the trouble to wrap up the napkin and put it in a place by itself, apart from the linen clothes, but would have taken away the body as it was. John mentioned the myrrh first of all, for this reason, i.e. to show you that he could not have been stolen away, for myrrh would make the linen adhere to the body, and so caused trouble to the thieves, that they would never have been so senseless to have taken this unnecessary pains about the matter. After Peter, however, John entered, then went in also that other disciple, which came first to the sepulchre, and he saw and believed, Augustine, i.e. that Jesus had risen again, Some think, but what follows contradicts this notion. He saw the sepulchre empty, and believed that the woman had said, for as yet they knew not the scripture, that he must rise again from the dead. If he did not yet know that he must rise again from the dead, he could not believe that he had risen. They had heard as much indeed from our Lord, and very openly, but they were so accustomed to hear parables from him, and they took this for a parable, and thought he meant something else. Gregory, but this account of the evangelist must not be thought to be without some mystical meaning. But John the Younger of the Two, the synagogue by Peter, the elder, the Gentile church is represented. For though the synagogue was before the Gentile church as regards the worship of God, as regards time the Gentile world was before the synagogue. They ran together because the Gentile world ran side by side with the synagogue from the first to last, in respect of purity and community of life, though a purity and community of understanding they had not. The synagogue came first to the sepulchre, but entered not. It knew the commandments of the law, and had heard the prophecies of our Lord's incarnation and death, but would not believe in him who died. Then cometh Simon Peter and entered into the sepulchre. The Gentile Church both knew Jesus Christ as dead man and believed in him as living God. The napkin about our Lord's head is not found with the linen cloths, i.e. God, the head of Christ, and the incomprehensible mysteries of the Godhead are removed from our poor knowledge. This power transcends the nature of the creature. And it is found not only apart, but also wrapped together, because of the linen wrapped together, neither beginning nor end is seen, and the height of the divine nature had neither beginning nor end. And it is into one place, for where there is division, God is not, and they merit his grace, who do not occasion scandal by dividing themselves into sex. But as a napkin is what is used in laboring to wipe the sweat of the brow, By the napkin here we may understand the labor of God, which napkin is found apart, because the suffering of our Redeemer is far removed from ours. Inasmuch as he suffered innocently, that which we suffer justly. He submitted himself to death voluntarily, we by necessity. But after Peter entered, John entered too. For at the end of the world, even Judea shall be gathered in to the true faith. Theophilact. Or thus, peter is practical and prompt john contemplative and intelligent and learned in divine things now the contemplative man is generally beforehand in knowledge and intelligence but the practical by his fervor and activity gets the advance of the other's perception and sees first into the divine mystery verses ten through eighteen then the disciples went away again into their own home but mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulcher, and seeing the two angels in white sitting, the one at the head, the other at the feet, where the body of Jesus had lain, they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord, and I know not where they have laid him. And when she had thus said, she turned herself back, and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus jesus saith unto her woman why weepest thou whom seekest thou she supposing him to be the gardener saith unto him sir if thou hast borne him hence tell me where thou hast laid him and i will take him away jesus saith unto her mary she turned herself and saith unto him rabboni which is to say master jesus saith unto her touch me not for i am not yet ascended to my father but go to my brethren and say unto them, I ascend unto my father and your father, and to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord and that he had spoken these things unto her. Gregory, Mary Magdalene, who had been the sinner in the city and who had washed out the spots of her sins by her tears, whose soul burned with love, did not retire from the sepulcher when the others did. Then the disciples went away again unto their own home, Augustine, i.e., to the place where they were lodging, and from which they had run to the sepulchre. But though the men returned, the stronger love of the woman fixed her to the spot. But Mary stood without at the sepulchre weeping, Augustine, i.e., outside of the place where the stone sepulchre was, but yet within the garden, Chrysostom, Be not astonished that Mary wept for love at the sepulchre, and Peter did not, for the female sex is naturally tender and inclined to weep. Augustine. The eyes then which had sought our Lord and found him not, now wept without interruption, more for grief that our Lord had been removed, than for his death upon the cross. For now even all memorial of him was taken away. Augustine. She then saw, with the other women, the angel sitting on the right, on the stone which had been rolled away from the sepulchre, at whose words it was that she looked into the sepulchre. Chrysostom. The sight of the sepulchre itself was some consolation. Nay, behold her to console herself still more, stooping down to see the very place where the body lay. And as she wept, she stooped down and looked into the sepulchre. Gregory. For to have looked once is not enough for love. Love makes one desire to look over and over again. Augustine, in her great grief, she could believe neither her own eyes nor the disciples. Or was it a divine impulse which caused her to look in? Gregory, she sought the body and found it not. She persevered in seeking, and so it came to pass that she found. Her longings ever gained strength by delay, did they not they would not be longings mary so loved that not content with seeing the sepulchre she stooped down and looked in let us see the fruit which came of this persevering love and seeth two angels in white sitting the one at the head the other at the feet where the body of jesus had lain chrysostom as her understanding was not so raised as to be able to gather from the napkins the fact of the resurrection She is given the sight of angels in bright apparel, who soothe her sorrow. Augustine, but why did one sit at the head, the other at the feet? To signify that the glad tidings of Christ's gospel was to be delivered from the head to the feet, from the beginning to the end. The Greek word angel means one who delivers news. Gregory, the angel sits at the head when the apostles preach that in the beginning was the word. He sits, as it were, at the feet, when it is said, The Word was made flesh. By the two angels, too, we may understand the two testaments, both of which proclaim alike the incarnation, death, and resurrection of our Lord. The old seems to sit at the head, the new at the feet. Persostom, the angels who appear say nothing about the resurrection, but by degrees the subject is entered on. First of all, they address her compassionately, to prevent her from being overpowered by a spectacle of such extraordinary brightness. And they say unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? The angels forbade tears, and announced, as it were, the joy that was at hand. Why weepest thou? As if to say, Weep not. Gregory, the very declarations of Scripture, which excite our tears of love, wipe away those very tears by promising us the sight of our Redeemer again. But she, thinking that they wanted to know why she wept, tells them the reason. She saith unto them, Because they have taken away my Lord. The lifeless body of her Lord she calls her Lord, putting the part for the whole, just as we confess that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, was buried, when only his flesh was buried. And I know not where they have placed him, It was a still greater grief that she did not know where to go to console her grief. Chrysostom. As yet she knew nothing of the resurrection, but thought the body had been taken away. Augustine. Here the angels must be understood to rise up, for Luke describes them as seen understanding. Augustine. The hour was now come, which the angels announced, when sorrow should be succeeded by joy, and when she had thus said she turned herself back chrysostom but why when she is talking to the angels and before she heard anything from them does she turn back it seems to me that while she was speaking christ appeared behind her and that the angels by their posture look and motion showed that they saw our lord and that thus it was that she turned back gregory we must observe that mary who as yet doubted our Lord's resurrection, turned back to see Jesus. By her doubting she turned her back, as it were, upon our Lord. Yet inasmuch as she loved, she saw him. She loved and doubted, she saw and did not recognize him, and saw Jesus standing, and knew not that it was Jesus. Chrysostom, to the angels he appeared as their Lord, but not so to the woman, For the sight coming upon her all at once would have stupefied her. She was not to be lifted suddenly, but gradually to high things. Gregory. Jesus saith unto her, Woman, why weepest thou? He asks the cause of her grief, to set her longing still more. For the mere mentioning his name, whom she sought, would inflame her love for him. Chrysostom. Because he appeared as a common person, she thought him the gardener. She, supposing him to be the gardener, saith unto him, Sir, if thou have borne him hence, tell me where thou hast laid him, and I will take him away. i.e., if thou hast taken him away from fear of the Jews, tell me, and I will take him again. Theophylact. She was afraid that the Jews might vent their rage even on the lifeless body, and therefore wished to remove it to some secret place. Gregory Perhaps, however, the woman was right in believing Jesus to be the gardener. Was not he the spiritual gardener, who by the power of his love had sown strong seeds of virtue in her breast? But how is it that, as soon as she sees the gardener, she supposes him to be, she says, without having told him who it was she was seeking? Sir, if thou hast borne him hence... It arises from her love. When one loves a person, one never thinks that any one else can be ignorant of him. Our Lord, after calling her by the common name of her sex and not being recognized, calls her by her own name. Jesus saith unto her, Mary, as if to say, recognize him who recognizes thee. Mary, being called by name, recognizes him, and it was he whom she sought externally and he who taught her internally to seek she turned herself and saith unto him rabboni which is to say master chrysostom just as he was sometimes in the midst of the jews and they did not know him till he pleased to make himself known but why does she turn herself when she had turned herself before it seems to me that when she said where thou hast laid him She turned to the angels to ask why they were astonished. Then Christ, calling her, discovered himself by his voice and made her turn to him again. Augustine, or she first turned her body, but thought him what he was not. Now she was turned in heart and knew who he was. Let no one, however, blame her, because she called the gardener Lord and Jesus Master. The one was a title of courtesy to a person from whom she was asking a favor, the other of respect to a teacher from whom she was used to learn to distinguish the divine from the human. The word Lord is used in different senses, when she says, They have taken away my Lord, and when she says, Lord, if thou have borne him away. Gregory, the evangelist does not add what she did upon recognizing him. But we know from what our Lord said to her. Jesus saith unto her, Touch me not. Mary then had tried to embrace his feet, but was not allowed. Why not? The reason follows. For I am not yet ascended to my father. Augustine. But if standing upon the earth he is not touched, how shall he be touched sitting in heaven? And did he not before his ascension offer himself to the touch of the disciples? Handle me and see, for a spirit hath not flesh and bones. Who can be so absurd as to suppose that he was willing that disciples should touch him before he ascended to his father, and unwilling that women should till after? Nay, we read of women after the resurrection and before he ascended to the father, touching him, one of whom was Mary Magdalene herself. According to Matthew, Either then, Mary here is a type of the Gentile church, which did not believe in Christ till after his ascension, or the meaning is that Jesus is to be believed in, i.e. spiritually touched, in no other way but as being one with the Father. He ascends to the Father mystically, as it were, in the mind of him who hath so far advanced as to acknowledge that he is equal to the Father. But how could Mary believe in him otherwise than carnally, when she wept for him as a man? Augustine. Touch is as it were, the end of knowledge, and he was unwilling that a soul intent upon him should have its end, and thinking him only what he seemed to be. Chrysostom. Mary wished to be as familiar with Christ now as she was before his passion, forgetting in her joy that his body was made much more holy by its resurrection. So touch me not, he says, to remind her of this, and make her feel awe in talking with him, for which reason, too, he no longer keeps company with his disciples, viz., that they might look upon him with the greater awe. Again, by saying, I have not yet ascended, he shows that he is hastening there, and he who is going to depart, and live no more with men, ought not to be regarded with the same feeling that he was before. But I go to my brethren, and I say unto them, I ascend unto my Father and your Father, and to my God and your God. Hilary Heretics, among their other impieties, misinterpret these words of our lords, and say that if his Father is their Father, his God is their God. He cannot be God himself, but though he remained in the form of God, he took upon him the form of a servant. And Christ says that this, in the form of a servant to men, and we cannot doubt that in so far as he is man, the father is his father, in the same sense in which he is of other men, and God his God in like manner. Indeed, he begins with saying, go to my brethren. But God can only have brethren according to the flesh. The only begotten God, being only begotten, is without brethren. Augustine, he does not say our father, but my father and your father. Mine, therefore, and yours in a different sense. Mine by nature, yours by grace. Nor does he say, Our God, but my God. Under him I am man, and your God. Between you and him I am mediator. Augustine. She then went away from the sepulchre, i.e., from that part of the garden before the rock which had been hollowed out, and with her the other women. But these, according to Mark, were seized with trembling and amazement, and said nothing to any man. Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples that she had seen the Lord, and that he had spoken these things unto her. Gregory, so the sin of mankind is buried in the very place whence it came forth. For whereas in paradise the woman gave the man the deadly fruit, a woman from the sepulchre announced life to men, a woman delivers the message of him who raises us from the dead, as a woman had delivered the words of the serpent who slew us. Augustine, while she was going with the other women, according to Matthew, Jesus met them, saying, All hail. So we gather that there were two visions of angels, and that our Lord too was seen twice, once when Mary took him for the gardener, and again when he met them by the way, and by this repeating his presence confirmed their faith. And so Mary Magdalene came and told the disciples, not alone, but with the other women whom Luke mentions. Bede, mystically Mary, which name signifies Mistress, Enlightened, Enlightener, Star of the Sea, stands for the Church, which is also Magdalene, i.e. towered, Magdalene being Greek for tower. As we read in the Psalms, thou hast been a strong tower for me. In that she announced Christ's resurrection to the disciples, All, especially those to whom the office of preaching is committed, are admonished to be zealous in setting forth to others whatever is revealed from above. End of chapter 20, verses 1 through 18.